Hello and welcome back to North Country Sunday Revival Podcast Hour. I'm Max. And I'm Megs. And we're here with a little Pisces new moon afterglow <laughs> and après moon. Um, um, and yeah, what a, what a fucking moon. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at each other. It's like, like we want to smile, but we also want to gag and puke. <laughs> I choked on the water of that moon. I did. <laughs> it tried to kill me, you guys. It literally tried to drown me in my own emotions, which is a douchebag moon. <laughs> Super fucking Neptune. Um, anyway, before we get into it, though, um, and we'll also, you know, this is kind of a different format or whatever, different different time that we're coming to you. And so Mags will still have oracle and tarot and then she'll share with us some some insights around the upcoming equinox which is what this sunday saturday this saturday this saturday yeah. ah the new year mm-hmm. the real new year the real new year. the real new year yeah. like let's be real guys yeah. um okay do you want to do you want do you want to kick off with that do you want me to talk about this where do you want to go first Let's do you, you. Let's do some astro because this is okay. more forward projecting. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. So our new moon hit on Saturday, and um, <clears throat> as we know, new moons are when the sun and the moon are conjunct in the sky in the same sign, and we had the sun and the moon in the final decan of Pisces, so twenty three degrees. Um, and you know sun and moon in pisces alone (laughs) the even just that let's just do that where we're just looking at the sun and moon conjunct in pisces is a bunch of fucking water (laughs) says this fire and you know mostly fire person um it's a lot of water and especially at the, the sort of um, the culminating degrees of a sign, um, things tend to get even more intense and or saturated. Um, and so we're sort of in this like these final um, these final degrees of Pisces. Um, and if I remember correctly, the final decan of Pisces is ruled by Mars. And so there's for Pisces, a bit more, um, what did I, uh, there's a bit more with that Mars ruled, Mars ruling this final deck, and there's a bit more punch. There's a little bit more drive to this brand of Pisces energy. Um, and Pisces being ruled by both Jupiter and Neptune, um, which have their own way of taking action. And this this brings a bit more flesh, a bit more 3D, a, a bit more materialism to this, this Piscean vibe. However, <laughs> however, at the time of the new moon, we also had um, Venus and Neptune in Pisces conjunct the sun and moon. So we had a full-on stellium of Pisces energy around this new moon, that was a fucking lot for that's me personally. I'm feeling, but also I feel like maybe everybody was <laughs> feeling 
a bit awash, a bit lost at sea, a bit disembodied. I don't, I don't really even remember. Like, it's like, it was Dreamy. a couple of days ago, but it's just like, wait, did I exist on Saturday? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I was, I was telling Megs about my weekend. I was like, there were multiple times on Saturday where I felt like I had to reach back into my meat suit and puppet my mouth so that I could be social and then I could retract back out and return to the ethers and just be like a fucking blob <laughs> of like what I who I thought I was and, <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a lot it was a lot and then so Mars was um and just wrapping up the personal planets Mars was in Gemini which just happened I think a little over a week ago Mars yeah. moved into Gemini and and that certainly has a more uh, forward forward drive to Mars than previously when we just had Mars and Taurus. Um, this is a very chatty Mars. This is a very this is a Mars very interested in um, pushing for truth and answers and getting to the bottom of things and conversations um, and you know, just looking at that, just the inner, the personal planets for this new moon, it's water and air. It's water and air. Um, the only earth we have in this chart is in the outer planets, the collective planets. And, um, we have Pluto and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus. Um, but even that earth energy is a bit thwarted because Pluto and Uranus aren't necessarily really grounding energies. <laughs> They're a bit interested in chaos and uh, transformation and not really a stability that that earth energy would normally provide for us. So um, this was really like, you know, we're coming out of Aquarius season, mm-hmm. which is like alien and then we're moving into Pisces and it's like, Alien mermaid. Alien mermaid. <laughs> like just super far out, uh, interdimensional, celestial, galactic <laughs> vibes. This is the end of the zodiac. This is really also the end of like sort of the the spiritual evolution that the zodiac represents. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and by the time we get to Pisces, the ego is to is dissolving into everything going back into everything where we are all one and there is this really beautiful energy to Pisces that is all about um, surrender, mm-hmm. surrendering the ego to a, a, a universal consciousness, a universal sense of love. Um, and, you know, thank goodness for that part of it. Yeah. <laughs> But for some of us, it can also, um, Neptune, it can be uh, associated with anxiety, uh, real uh, anxiety and and, um, disassociation in ways that are not healthy. And I personally was dealing with a lot of anxiety on this day, Um, like 100% dealing with a ton of anxiety. And... um, And I think for me personally, that Neptune sort of, uh, the way that Neptune can obscure things um, is is really a difficult vibe for me to surrender into or to let go into. And then when I can't let go, I judge myself. And then that anxiety just snowballs, right? It's so fun. It's super cool. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's like the teacup <laughs> ride that I puked on when I was at like eight. <laughs> 
So needless to say, it wasn't great for me. <laughs> so the collective, the outer planets, Jupiter and Saturn are leaving their, um, their conjunction in Aquarius. So they're moving away from one another. Um, which and I was listening to a new astrologer. Her name is Marin or Marin Altman. And she had this really great metaphor for when planets are moving away from a conjunction. And she was like, it's like the fruit has ripened and it's falling off the tree. Like there's been some sort of like, woo, like big thing that's happening. And then like we're on the other side of this ripening. Um, and so... Not necessarily the fruit is beginning to rot per se, but like there's a window. And it's We're inching clo- closer. And it's closing. <laughs> Eat your fruit, I guess is what I'm saying to you. I don't know. Um, we'll come back to that. But yeah, uh, Pluto in Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, and Neptune in Pisces. Um, and as we all know, like new moon's quiet. We're the kind of quiet time of the lunar, the lunar cycle. Um, and always this lovely time to sort of plant your intentions. Um, and Mags and I were talking about this as well. There were a lot of astrologers talking about how great this moon is for manifesting. And I air quote that with like bitter tone in my voice. That word makes me want to stab people. Um, but we were talking about how like, you know, Pisces being the final sign. This is the end of the astrological year. Um, This is a really good time for sort of reviewing and and a bit of nostalgia and looking back at, like, where were you a year ago? Here. Here. Right here. Yeah. In this house. Yeah. Not moving or speaking. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of the same. (laughs) So kind of the same (laughs) Z's. Um, but we were all, we were all entering into lockdown and, um, you know, this is a rich, rich time, a rich opportunity for all of us to sort of look back and recognize the ways in which we've changed, the ways in which we've grown, um, how we've had our values exfoliated and clarified and, I mean, it's been a fucking year. Yeah. So um, I think just such a such a really lovely opportunity. And Pisces does sort of provide that, like, dreamscape. Enough, Pisces provides enough space cerebrally for you to reach back into the past and, and figure out, like, what's coming with you and, and what's, what's, what's ending. Because Pisces does sort of represent endings. It's 12th house. Um, I feel like... I feel like... Oh, so I was going to talk about the, the Sun, Moon, Venus, Neptune, all all conjunct in Pisces. Uh, <laughs> which is like... I was looking at this, like, you know, last week as we were heading into it, and I was like, ah! <laughs> just, there's, like, this internal, like, high-pitched scream happening inside my head. Uh, yeah, it's just, it was it was a lot of water energy. Um, but the 
Neptune conjunct the sun in Pisces, which actually happened a couple days before the new moon last week, but it sort of it sort of led us into the new moon Pisces stellium. Um, Neptune, like I was saying earlier, can, can sort of uh, represent anxiety and disassociate disassociation and dysmorphia. And it also has this vibe of like being glam glamoured. Mm. Like because Neptune is very involved in illusion mm-hmm. and think of like a mirage or like yeah. when you see the top of the ocean dancing in the sunlight, like there's nothing still and, and like what is the line of the horizon, what is the line of the sky, like you can't really tell. Um <clears throat> but it can also represent like propaganda with spiritual roots which I think, you know, has been building and building and building in the last year around a lot of the conspiracy theories that are coming out of wellness communities, which so, uh, not like we didn't see it coming really, but it's really, it's disheartening. Um, But Neptune can be connected to all of that. Um, And the sun in Pisces is just like meaningful spiritual interactions, um, increased empathy and forgiveness sort of you're just a little bit more connected when the sun is in Pisces to to touching that sense of um, unconditional love and all of that but with Neptune being that anxiety disassociation disassociation dysmorphia and the sun being identity sense of self there's like a little bit there was a little bit of feeling off in our bodies mm-hmm. as we moved into this new moon and that <clears throat> dysregulation could have looked like what I experienced, which was a ton of anxiety. Yeah. Um, but if you have, you know, I'm sure if you had more earth in your chart or you're more, much more of a water sign, that would have maybe been like a very different experience for you. But, you know, for me, that's how it, it definitely played out. And so there was just like a big surreal ethereal dreaminess overall to this new moon um and i for one am glad it's over (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm just like ready for i'm ready for aries season (laughs) (laughs) fucking ready um and so yeah we have you know more more spring more things to like i don't know i think there's just there's more things for us as we come out of like a neptune fog Mm -hmm. i see us moving towards the equinox and everything in Aries season and just sort of um allowing those like lovely bright enthusiastic Aries flames to sort of purge out what mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what was illusion what was dream and what what has substance I love that yeah. yeah I feel that too yeah so I mean anything on the new moon that you felt that you wanted to to share <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Saturday, it's like, I almost have this memory lapse. It's like, <laughs> what was Saturday? Was I in Saturday? Was Saturday in me? <laughs> <laughs> what is real? Uh-huh. Um, and I, I, I kind of just like, I remember just being 
laying in the like the middle of my bed mm. and just in the fetal position and just being like I'm in a bubble <laughs> and I'm gonna stay here until I feel safe to move yeah and yeah I can, it was weird I can almost feel the energy because on the new the day of the new moon which was Saturday um it it moved into Aries that night Mm-hmm. And I felt it. Oh, like, I did too. I As soon as it moved into Aries, I was like, oh my gosh, I have energy. And I like, like I was, I like, I have a will I, like again. painted yeah. and like, yeah. like did some journaling and did yeah. some, you know, but like the, the hours that it was actually exact new moon energy, I just couldn't, I had no form and I couldn't bring form to anything else. Well and then said, like, pretty much like. I felt like the moment it moved into Aries, I was like, oh, I do have a heartbeat. Okay. <laughs> I am alive. Oh, cool. here I am back in my body. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was intense. But, um, you know, I think if we've learned, learned anything over this past year, it's like ride the waves as best you can. Yeah. Everything's temporary. Yes. We will eventually keep it moving. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What we got on yeah. uh, the uh, tarot and oracle, my girl. All right. So I'm working with two two new decks. I have Moon Power Tarot, and I also have an oracle deck called The Road to Nowhere, which I just love. They're both so gorgeous. Yeah. And we got, so we got the chariot for the tarot card, and we got this car, card called Ships, which is essentially very, very, very similar to the chariot. So the... The energy is pretty on point as far as what the Pisces new moon was holding, the potential that it was holding, Mm -hmm. and what the spring equinox is going to take with that potential and launch it forward with Aries season. Mm -hmm. So both of these cards represent moving forward, leaving the past behind, venturing into the unknown, um, momentum that's like gathering energetically and propelling us, launching us forward. Mm -hmm. Um... If you have intentions in mind that were either set with the new moon or things that you're actually now able to grasp because it's not the new moon, <laughs> um, if you have those intentions, like these cards are letting us know, stay focused, keep your vision clear and go with the natural movement forward. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that your boundaries are strong. Mm-hmm. And I think with all of that watery Pisces energy that we're moving out of or that we were in, you know, it sounds like from where you were at, definitely from where I was at and other people that I had talked to, it was like, I don't, I want to set intentions, but I don't even know how. Yes. Yeah. And I don't even know mm. how I would do that mm. or what, or what they are even. Everything felt so elusive yeah. and like we couldn't, it's like you, we were like grabbing the air or something. It's like, I don't even know what to grab onto, yeah. but that stuff's probably feeling a little bit more clear right now. So, um, you know, recognizing that it's a good time for focus and for vision um if you reach any setbacks if you're in if you feel like you're in a setback right now or you feel like you're in a setback in the next week or two um and sometimes that's an actual 3d obstacle right Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just a mood sometimes it's just a mindset and just know that like that's not to deter you from where you're going it's not to stop you. It's just to help clear residual energy that isn't suited for your journey. Mm. Um, so if there's things coming up emotionally where it's just like, oh, man, I was feeling really good and today I'm not and I don't really know why. It's most likely just because stuff's coming up so you can clear it out. Yeah. Because it's spring and we're clearing shit out and we're yeah. getting ready to hop hop on the train. <laughs> 
um, dedication and commitment is being called for. And like your convictions almost feel like they're being tested or if your emotional landscape could feel choppy. Again, like this isn't about deterring you off the path. It's just to refine you. Yes, well said. Um, and these cards also have like a courageous vibe to them. Um, when we step like boldly into uncharted paths, not knowing what's next, it takes courage to do that. And it's, it's an appropriate time to, like you said, we're reflecting on this last year. Yeah. We're reflecting on lockdown, the pandemic, all of the social uprisings mm-hmm. that have been taking place and all of these, these major life moments personally, collectively, and take a moment to realize the brave spaces that you went into mm. and take a moment to realize the brave spaces that you're moving into. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes when we do these overarching conversations about like your intentions or your goals or like the new things that are up and coming and happening in your life. And some people might sit there and be like, well, I don't have any major new thing that I'm shooting for. I'm not trying, I'm not launching into a new job. I don't have a, new relationship or whatever it's like these spaces are are so vast in what it holds like maybe you're exploring new topics in therapy yeah maybe you're developing a new way of communing with your body Mm. maybe you're repairing relational dynamics with family Mm. those are all new spaces those are all uncharted paths massively important massively important and sometimes it doesn't feel like it's some grand goal or intention or manifestation or whatever (laughs) but those little things Mm. are big things too and so yeah that takes like that takes dedication and courage and so like give give space to honor those moments um so yeah those two two cards that's their primary message of like you're, we're on the chariot. We've got a momentum forward. Take yeah. those Aries flames that are coming, like you Ugh. said, to fan in the things mm-hmm. and the in the energy to keep it keep it moving. Um, yeah, and I felt like both of those cards felt very spring equinox, very um, tr- you know travel is associated with ships expansion things like that Mm -hmm. and that's very much spring equinox energy and i've got a few things here just to talk about you know the the vibe that's coming with this equinox and it's represented spring is represented by the maiden archetype Mm. so the energies are expansive they're curious they're adventurous um things are going to be a little bit more fast-paced with a focus on vision imagination learning Mm -hmm. exploration um some potential herbs or flowers that you might want to start working with or bringing into your home would be like tulips or hyacinth violets Mm -hmm. dandelions we're going to start seeing things pop out of the ground of course soon here um and i think that this is an important time to evaluate our daily routines Mm. i know personally like i'm i'm feeling that motivation and that fire i feel you there yeah, creatively, 100%. physically, yes. mentally. Yes. We're waking up from the winter slumber, mm-hmm. the sleeping bear. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a good time to evaluate your daily rituals, and spring is associated with the morning time as mm-hmm. well. So paying attention to when you're waking up, what's the first thing you're doing? Are we grabbing our phone? 
are we taking a moment to just rest into how we're feeling as soon as we're waking up? Are we mm-hmm. are we paying attention to our dreams? Things like that. So yeah. how are we spending our time in the morning? Um, and is there a way to integrate something that feels supportive mm-hmm. to you in the morning? Some sort of self-care practice or ritual. Um, whether that's, you know, just stepping outside and having your coffee outside or whatever it is. Little things like that. Um, and then also... You know, as a Virgo, I have to mention spring cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it feels so good. It does. It does. Oh, it feels so good. I love spring cleaning. I know, because we get <sighs> to ha- literally have like a breath of fresh air type of thing and a way to work with the elements for this uh, beginning of the astrological year is, you know, Opening your windows, allowing air to come in, working with the energy of air because your windows are open, um, turning on some fans and just getting energy circulating through your space. Mm-hmm. Um, fire would be, of course, you know, burning incense or herbs to clear stagnant energy, but also having maybe a little bonfire, maybe collecting some things that, you know, whether it's notes that you no longer need or whatever things that you want to burn Mm -hmm. or maybe you're releasing some stuff from this past year collecting that stuff and having a little burn ceremony um element of water would be diffusing some oils Mm -hmm. or mopping the floor and putting a lot of intentions when you're mopping or wiping things down and just saying in your mind or saying out loud you know like this is my space i cleanse it of stagnancy i cleanse it of so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Whatever feels, you know, natural for you to say. Yeah, yeah. And then earth energy. If you have a compost, it's time to start turning that compost. If you don't compost, maybe consider making a compost pile. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe finding, you know, stones or shells or things like that to put on your altar or what yeah. have you. Just clearing um, your pathway to your door. You know, this is where feng shui type stuff comes in and it can be really helpful to make sure that your pathways and your doorways are unobstructed Mm. and how the energy is flowing throughout your space in your home so those are just a few little rituals or practices to consider as we approach the spring equinox oh i'm ready for it yeah oh my god me too just hearing you talk about it i'm like it's a it's a really I have just, I feel like this, the energy of spring and doing those types of things is such a distinct energy. It's like, I can feel the movement of it as soon as I start to talk about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh that, gosh, that does feel so good when you do stuff like that. The vitality returning. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Hey, if people want to learn about composting, <laughs> do you maybe have a brother? I maybe have a brother. His name might be DJ. <laughs> Would he be like a he good person? He might <laughs> own a business called Earth Heart Gardens. <laughs> and he might have a lot of knowledge on this stuff. So maybe give him a follow on the Instagram, Earth Heart Gardens. Yeah. And DJ's, DJ's the man when it comes to that stuff. Well, I and I do think he has a couple posts about composting awesome, too. Awesome, because I'm going to start one. Cool. I love that you add that on there. I was like, I'm going to start a combo. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's felt very, very strange not composting or like not, you know, being more intentional about. 
Well, and when you have your compost, you know, like if you're someone who's gardening, mm-hmm. you know, it's such a great element. So many awesome nutrients in the yeah. compost to add to any type of garden mm-hmm. that you're that you're tending to. So, yeah, get that earth witch stuff going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It feels right. Yeah. Well, this is a quickie. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a quickie one. And we've got, we've got the Libra full moon. It's a super moon. That um, one's coming up. 28th. 8th. Okay, yeah, I was like, I think it's the 28th. So, yeah, it'll be, we'll have, you know, the weekends, this new moon, and then we have an equinox, and we have a big old full moon. Um, that one looks really interesting, so, you know, you all know your full moon things. Um, revelations, things coming to light. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just hope you have a lovely couple weeks between now and when we'll be talking with you again um and we'll have an Aries new moon mm-hmm. yeah I'm like am I doing the math in my mm-hmm. head yeah we'll have an Aries new moon to talk about yeah which sounds so much more comforting to me <laughs> <laughs> it's like exciting yeah. I do love a moon in Aries. Yeah. It just helps it just helps things happen. Yeah. <laughs> Lights that fire. Lights that fire. So we hope you guys had a great Pisces new moon and that you're moving towards the equinox with like lots of beautiful hmm just things you've learned about yourself and how you wanna move move in this world and And yeah, we love the shit out of you. We love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.